0: Welcome to the Caleb Schaefer Podcast. We're so glad to have you join us today. Pastor Caleb is a graduate of the World Harvest Bible College, as well as Ohio Christian University. And his desire is to share the love of God with a lost and dying world. Prepare to be challenged and encouraged today through the study of God's Word. Now let's listen in to today's episode with our host, Caleb Schaefer. Hello everyone and thank you for tuning into today's episode of the podcast. I trust that you enjoyed last week's. It was a little bit different. It was a message that I had preached at Tri-State Ministry Center and uh, I felt to share it with you all. that. You know, God doesn't want you to give up. God doesn't want you to throw in the towel or quit. He wants you to keep going because He has good plans for you. The best days of your life are out ahead of you. And so don't quit right now while things are tough. Don't quit while things are looking bad because the circumstances that you're living in are not. The actual circumstances that God has for you and um, a lot of the time we look around at what we're currently facing and we don't realize that what God has for us is much better and he's going to take us to much better things and much better places but we have to endure sometimes the difficult times and the difficult situations that we face in life in order that we can make it to where he has for us. And so I just hope that encouraged you last week. And I hope that you've been enjoying all of these podcasts. They're all, uh, none of them have been taken down or listed as private or anything like that. So you can go back and re-listen. You can go back and listen to previous weeks if this is the first week that you're hearing. Um, And so be sure to check those out if you haven't listened to any of the other ones. I believe they'll help you as well. Uh, I wanted to bring to you today a topic that I believe is one of the one of the things that we need to learn as the church and we need to learn as Christians because when we uh when we're in the thick of a battle like we're all in right now, everybody is in uh, everybody's in a corporate battle right now as in uh, the COVID-19 lockdowns and the the turmoil that's going on nationwide and internationally. So the whole world is in a, in a battle together, basically, um, against a virus, against misinformation, against uh, different things that are going on all over the place. But then each one of us is facing individual battles as well. And those individual battles are different based on who you are based on your circumstances, whatever's going on individually in your life. And sometimes people go through a battle individually that they can't even express to other people. There's a torment that you're dealing with, or there's something on the inside of you that you can't even talk to anybody about, or maybe you feel like it's embarrassing to talk to them, or maybe it's something that you just can't share. And so we're all facing battles on a large scale, but then individually we're facing different battles. Some of us that we can't, we can't share with other people. And that's one of the things that, uh, when we go through a battle corporately, when we go through a battle nationally or internationally, and we all feel the same sense of, uh, there's a common enemy almost like when September 11th happened in 2001, We all kind of banded together and we all stood together. We locked arms and we felt like there was a common enemy and that we could we could battle against that. But when you are facing an individual battle, you can't rightly express exactly what it is that you're feeling on the inside of you. And you have to fight the battle alone. So you don't have those people to kind of lock arms with. Yes, you can have prayer partners. Yes, you can have uh, church partners people get around you and and rally for you, and you can have people pray for you, absolutely, but at the end of the day, you're the one who's facing the situation that you're facing, and they're all going back to their lives and going back to their own problems and their own situations, and you're still the one dealing with what you're going through, and so I wanted to bring to you today a weapon that you can use um, for fighting battles like the ones that So many of us are facing and I've seen uh, so many people comment so many people say things on social media and um, I can tell that it's a real war right now for a lot of people um, individually not just uh, corporately with everything that's going on with coronavirus or with um, the, the turmoil in the government and everything else that's going on but individually people are facing battles and so I wanted to bring this to you today. And I want to try to jump right into it. Um, Today, I want to talk to you about praise. You say praise. Now, how is that going to help uh, in my struggle? How is that going to help in my battle? How is praise going to help me get through what I'm dealing with? Praising God. Telling God how good he is. Telling God how much you love him. Telling God all the things that he's done for you and how thankful you are. Telling God... Uh, about his greatness telling him about the beauty that he created in the world telling him about all of these things and, and worshipping him just pouring your heart out to him and telling him of his goodness is a weapon that you can use when you're in a battle now how does it work somebody said how can how is praise because what we think of when we're fighting in the natural. And the Bible lets us know that we don't fight against flesh and blood. We don't fight against what we can see. We fight against the unseen. And so we have to take our mindset away from what we would use to fight in a natural battle. When we think of a natural battle, we think of guns and cannons, and we think of even less than that if you get into a fight with someone on the street. You know, you think of people throwing fists and you think of people, whatever, whatever a fight would consist of, but we don't do that in a spiritual battle. And most of the battles that we face are spiritual battles. You will, you will face so many spiritual battles in life and you can't fight them with fists and guns and knives and everything else that you normally think of when you think of a battle because you have to fight in the spirit. You have to fight those battles in the spirit. And so when we fight in the spirit, our weapons are different than what we would use if we fought in the natural. You can't go find uh, an evil spirit and, and shoot it or stab it because... They are in the spirit realm. And so what we've got to do is get our spiritual weapons out, and we've got to begin to war in the spirit. Now, one of the weapons that you can use is praise. What does praise do in the spirit? Praise in the spirit will confuse your enemy. Praise in the spirit will confuse your enemy. One of the things that the devil tried to do in the life of Job is that he tried to get Job to turn against God. He tried to get Job to turn against God, and one of the things that Job never really did was never turned his heart away from God. He, he kept praising God. He kept worshiping God. And in the end, God restored to Job everything that he had lost and more. And so that's what the enemy tries to do when you're in these trials, is he tries to get you off course of what God has planned for your life. He tries to get you to give up. He tries to get you to stop doing what you know to do for the Lord. He tries to get you to stop being such a good parent. He tries to get you to stop being a good worker. He tries to get you to stop living your life as you know God would have you to live it. He tries to get you to stop witnessing to people. He tries to get you to stop sharing your faith with people. Uh, Those of you who are in ministry who may be listening to this, he tries to get you to quit ministry. He really does. And so when we are In the battles of life We've got to understand that That is the enemy's ultimate goal The enemy wants to get you To give up on God And walk away from God Because ultimately the enemy wants your soul He wants the souls of those Who are around you He wants the souls of those Who would it, it would affect if you uh, Walked away from God it, He wants the souls of those Who you're supposed to minister to And speak to and pour into And so the enemy is less concerned even with you as a person and your soul as he is concerned with the souls of the people that you are supposed to minister to and supposed to help and supposed to lead through their trials by telling them the goodness of God. And so when we praise God, that turns the enemy because that means that the enemy's tactics to get us to walk away from God have not worked. No matter what we face no matter what we're going through if we'll continue to praise God it will help get us through the battle not only because it it turns the enemy away and it makes the enemy understand that we're not going to give up on God but it also tunes God's ear to us when we praise God God is he compares himself to a father a lot in the Bible and when we think about a father And if those of you who have kids, if you have a child who hops up on your lap and and tells you you're the best parent in the world and they tell you that they love you and they tell you how good you are to them, you just want to do whatever you can to help them out and you want to do whatever you can. Uh, to to just, you'll, you'll go get them anything. You want a candy bar, you want a cookie, whatever it is that you want. If you're going to, if you're going to sit here and tell me how good of a parent I am, I'll pour into you all kinds of more great goodness and and more gifts and, and everything like that. And so uh, when you are, speaking to God in that way. Now get this because it's not a way to manipulate God. You can't manipulate God to do whatever you want him to do just by, uh, praising him and by giving him, uh, you know, talking to him about his, his kindness and his goodness. You can't manipulate God and it's not a tool to manipulate God, but what it does when we praise God, we've got to understand that We should praise God out of our hearts of thankfulness. We should praise God out of our hearts because he has been so good. But when we do that, then God will listen and God will turn his ear toward us because the Bible lets us know in Psalm 22 and 3, it says that he inhabits the praises of his people God inhabits the praises of his people, so when you begin to praise God, God comes to receive his praise. When you begin to worship God, God comes to receive his worship. Now, I realize that he's always with us. Yes, there's no theological argument there, but... We get special attention when we begin to praise God. And that the translation of that verse, if you go back to the original language, actually says that God is enthroned in the praises of his people. So when you begin to praise God, you begin to worship God, you are actually setting up a throne for God to come sit wherever you're at and whatever you're doing. So if you're in your vehicle or your your work or your your school, you're at home, if you're in the hospital, if you're in a nursing home, or if you're in prison, wherever you're at, if you begin to praise God, that sets up a throne for God to come and sit in right where you're at. And that means that the presence of God comes to wherever his praise is being lifted up. And I want to read to you from Second Chronicles chapter 20, starting at verse 15 and going down through verse 24 says and he said pay attention all judah and those dwelling in jerusalem and king jehoshaphat thus says the lord to you do not fear do not be dismayed because of this great army for the battle is not yours but god's tomorrow go out against them they will travel up by the ascent of ziz and you will find them at the back of the valley before the wilderness of jeruel it will not be necessary for you to fight in this conflict. Take your position, stand, and observe the deliverance of the Lord for you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear or be filled with terror. Tomorrow go out before them, and the Lord will be with you. Then Jehoshaphat bowed his face to the ground, and all Jude, Judah and those dwelling in Jerusalem before the Lord fell to worship him and the Levites and the descendants of the Kohathites and the Korathites rose up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a very loud voice. So they rose up early in the morning And went out to the wilderness of Tekoa. And they went out. Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah and all those dwelling in Jerusalem, believe the Lord your God and you will be supported. Believe his prophets and you will succeed. And he consulted with the people and then appointed singers for the Lord and those praising him in holy attire. As they went before those equipped for battle saying, Praise the Lord. His mercy endures forever. When they began singing and praising the Lord said, Ambushes against Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, so that they were defeated. When the Ammonites and Moabites stood up against those dwelling from Mount Seir, to destroy and finish them, then they, then when they made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, each man attacked his companion to destroy each other. And Judah came to the watchtower of the wilderness and they turned to the vast army and saw only corpses lying on the ground and no one was spared. Do you see what happened there? God said, listen, I am going to fight this fight for you. I'm going to fight this battle for you. And he consulted with the people, uh, Jehoshaphat consulted with the people and he appointed singers for the Lord. He appointed singers for the Lord. Before they went into battle, he appointed singers that would go in and sing. Now, this is pretty interesting because when you think of a battle, you think of swords clanging and you think of arrows flying and you think of all these things that we would see in a normal battle movie. But instead of doing that, Jehoshaphat said, I want some singers. I want some singers now to our natural minds this would not even begin to make sense because when we think of battle we think of hand-to-hand combat he said i want somebody that's going to go and praise god and he said he got singers for the lord and those praising him in holy attire as they went before those equipped for battle saying praise the lord for his mercy endures forever And when they were singing, the Bible says, when they were singing, when they began to sing, the Lord sent ambushments against the enemies and they were defeated. The Bible says that they even turned on their own friends. They even turned on their own battle mates and they were defeated. There was not one of them left. They all slayed each other and laid on the ground and so we've got to know that whenever we're in a battle it doesn't make sense sometimes it doesn't it doesn't make sense to our natural minds to start praising god but that's what these people did that's what the bible lets us know how they fought this battle and god went out before them and they didn't even have to do anything and so today i want to encourage you that whatever you're going through if you're in a battle right now put on some praise music put on some worship music and it might feel a little awkward at first it might feel like you know you're there by yourself and you're you've got music on but begin to sing along with that music and begin to praise God with that music and just r- remind God of all the good things that he's done for you remind him how he's brought you through and thank him for all the things that he's already done in your life and when you begin to do that the bible says that he will inhabit your praises he'll show up right where you're at and i love uh there are so many great passages in the bible that talk about just this second chronicles 5 13 through 14 says this it happened when the trumpet players and singers made one sound to praise and give thanks to the lord and when they had lifted up their voices with the trumpets and cymbals and all the instruments of music and praised The Lord saying for he is good and his mercy endures forever that the house, the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud and the priests were not able to stand in order to serve because of the cloud for the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. Do you see that right there? The glory of the Lord had filled the house of God and they said almost the exact same thing that, that they said in second Chronicles chapter 20. In this verse as well, for he is good and his mercy endures forever. And in the other verse, it was praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. When you begin to sing and tell God how good he is, Lord, your mercy endures forever. I praise you right now. His presence will show up in an extra special way right where you're at, and you will not have to fight your own battles. You will not have to fight the things that are coming against you by yourself because God's ear is attuned to his worship. His ear is, if God has a spiritual ear and it is listening for the worship of his people, he is constantly listening for your voice to be lifted up in praise. He's constantly listening for you to begin to sing worship to him and begin to praise him and begin to thank him for his goodness. His mercy does endure forever. And if that's all you know, to say, praise you, Lord, for your mercy endures forever. I promise you God will show up right where you're at when you begin to praise him. I love the word of God and I love what the Bible tells us in Judges chapter 20 and verse 18. The Bible says this, the children of Israel arose, went up to Bethel and asked God who should go up first to wage war against the Benjamites. So they were all there their tribes were there and they were looking to see who should go up and which which group of people should go forth and wage war against the Benjamites and God told them this God said send Judah first Judah were the praisers Judah were the worshipers and the singers and we find out in the Bible that God wants praise to go first. God wants worship to go first because we're worship and praise go forth. He will come and he will fight for you. And so what we've got to understand is that we have got to release that praise and we've got to release that worship so that we don't have to go into the battle just on our own, our own standing and our own behalf. God will show up and fight on your behalf. One of my uh, favorite songs right now is called Defender and it's by Rita Springer. I believe it's a few years old, but I've listened to it at different portion, different parts of of my life, and uh, I have just recently come back on the song, and I've been listening to it again, and it's so good because the Bible talks about this battle that we that we all face, and then the song talks about it. The song talks about the battle that we're all facing in life, and uh, she says, "You go before I know that you've even gone to win my war," and then she goes on to say. Uh, that God went into the war and, and fought the battle for her and won. And she says, all I did was praise. And all I did was worship. And all I did was bow down. And all I did was stay still. And so when you do those things, when you praise and when you worship and when you bow down and when you stay still, that means that you don't have to fight whatever you're fighting by yourself, that God will go in and fight for you. And that's where we get Uh, hung up a lot of the time because we're taught to fight our own battles. We're taught to do whatever we can on our end. And God shows us a formula in the Bible that happens time and time again, that if we will just praise him, he'll go in and he'll fight for us. And so what we've got to do is we've got to begin to relinquish control and i think that that's a lot of the difficulty for people when you're facing something when you're in the middle of something that you have to relinquish control in order for god to take over in order for god to take over you can't have your hands on the reins you've got to hand the reins to him You've got to hand the reins of your life. You've got to step back from the wheel of your life, and you've got to let him have the helm. Because when he does, then there are no mess-ups. There's no problems when God has the wheel. When you have the wheel, you mess it up. And if you go into battle trying to fight for yourself, you will mess it up. God has to be the one to fight your battles. And so when you come up against something... Many of us are coming up against things. This year has just been an absolute roller coaster for people. And I've talked to so many people who just people in public places that are willing to discuss their feelings about everything that's been going on. People in public places who will tell you just out of the blue that they're dealing with terrible trauma. And um, I've run into people in public places who say, literally someone told me that their son had had a stroke in another state and they were they were trying to get to visit them and trying to get to see them Um, and random strangers that you don't even know will tell you things and so we are all seeing people fight things and when we're fighting things we think that we have to be in control we think that we have to do whatever we can to make it stop. We think that we have to do whatever we can to figure it out. And God's saying, you don't have to do any of that. You don't have to do any of that. If you'll just start to praise, and if you'll just start to worship, if you'll just let go of the control of the problem, let go of how you think it should all work out, let go of trying to figure it out, let go of all of that, and just let God fight it. I know that's a crazy thought, I know that that sounds absolutely crazy to think that you don't have to do anything except for praise God. But that's what the Bible lets us know to do. And yes, you have commitments to fulfill and yes, you, you have to show up sometimes and do certain things and you have to go through certain processes before, before things are, are over. I completely understand that if you've gotten a bad diagnosis from the doctor, yes, you have to show up for your doctor's appointments, Yes, you have to, if you've been summons to court, you've got to show up for the court dates. If you have a meeting at your job, uh, yes, you have to go to the meeting with HR. Yes, whatever it is, you've got to show up and and do whatever it is that you're committed to do and whatever is being requested of you to do. But as you're doing that, and before you do that, and after you do that, wrap whatever it out whatever it is wrap it in praise envelop it in praise in the middle before after wherever you're at with the situation that you're facing wrap it in praise just begin to praise God just begin to praise God. Thank thank you, God, for bringing me through to this point. Thank you, God, that you've never left me to this point. Thank you, God, that that time that I was in that accident, God, that you spared my life. Thank you, God, that while I was in, in such a depression years ago, God, you brought me out. God, you didn't let me lose my mind. Thank you, God, that you provided for me when I needed it. Thank you, God. You are so good to me. Your mercy endures forever. God, I thank you that you're forgiving. God, I thank you that you have grace. God, I thank you that you love me. And when you begin to do that, when you begin to lift up praise just like that, God will show up and he will fight for you because you have You have poured your heart out to God and thanked him for all the things that he's done and thanked him. You can begin to thank God for the things that he hasn't done yet. God, this has this has gone on a while and God, I've been dealing with this struggle. But God, I thank you that you have already worked it out on my behalf. God, I thank you for positive Feedback. God, I thank you that the results of my tests are going to be clear. God, I thank you that the scans and the MRIs and the x rays, I thank you, God, that they're all going to be clear. God, I thank you for a good result from this meeting. God, I thank you, whatever it is, and begin to thank God for the future because when we have faith in God, we have a hope that our future is going to be good. If it's not good, then you're not at the end yet. God says in Jeremiah 29 11, one of my very favorite Bible verses, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. God wants good for your future. God wants good things for your future. And so when you begin to praise God, you begin to come into agreement with Him about your future, that good things are going to happen, that this isn't going to be your permanent state, that this isn't going to be where you live forever as far as the situation that you're in. You're going to continue going forward and God's got bigger and better things for you as you continue on with him. So I want to encourage you today. Do not give up and keep praising God. Let that praise flow forth. Praise confuses your enemy. Praise is not the sound of sadness. Praise is not the sound of fear. Praise is not the sound of defeat. Praise is the sound of victory. When you see an army win a battle, what do they do? They cheer and they clap and they jump up and down and they shout. And that is what we do when we praise. We, we shout, we say thank you. We, we give honor to God for bringing us through. And so when you have praise in the middle of your battle, when you have praise, the language of victory When you have the sound of victory before you even have the victory, that confuses the enemy. That sends the enemy on the run, and God will send an ambushment into the enemy's camp that will cause the enemy to turn on himself, and the enemy will slay himself. He will turn on his own friends because of what you have let go from your mouth in praise to God. And so today, just begin to praise God, whatever it is, whatever your situation is whatever you're dealing with, begin to praise God, begin to lift up God's praises and God's glory. Begin to praise him wherever you're at and whatever you're facing right now, because when you do that, God will show up and he will fight your battle for you. Hey, I want to pray a prayer with you today. And I want to ask you if you know the Lord, do you know the Lord today? Because if you don't, you need to, there are so many things all over the world right now, pointing to the soon return of Jesus Christ. There are so many things happening in the world right now that I could give you updates on, and I may do that in an upcoming podcast very soon, prophetic end time updates, because I'm very uh, interested in what's going on in Israel, what's going on internationally with uh, current international relations between countries and things that are taking place in the Middle East. And so, There are so many things right now that are taking place that point to the soon return of Jesus. But Jesus said that he's going to come back for those who are believing in him and who are watching for him. And we've got to be ready for his return. And so I want to pray a prayer with you if you say i don't know jesus or maybe you've walked away for a while maybe you've been away from the lord and you haven't had a right relationship with him for a while you've been messed up in some things or you've kind of backslidden and you don't you don't really have that walk that you used to have you haven't been reading your bible or you haven't been praying or whatever the situation if you just feel the holy spirit tugging at your heart today saying you need to be made right with the lord i want to pray this prayer and you can pray it right after i pray it each line and We're going to believe, God, that after you pray this prayer, you are going to be saved and you're going to be headed to heaven. If Jesus comes back today, you are going to make it and go with him. So let's pray this prayer. Just bow your head and say, Father God, I come to you in the name of your son, Jesus. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I believe that Jesus died on the cross and that he rose again. And I believe he's coming back. God, I thank you for washing me in the blood that he shed on Calvary. I thank you for making me your child today. I ask you to fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to live for you all the days of my life. In the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Friend, if you prayed that prayer today. I would love to hear from you. Message me, send me a comment on any of the uh the social media platforms that you're listening to this podcast. It's on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, all sorts of different platforms for podcasts so you can get a hold of me through any of those. You can get a hold of me on my Facebook, my Instagram. I would love to hear from you. And I trust that God is going to do something great in your life this week. I'm believing that he will move and he will minister in great ways. And so I'm praying for you. Can I just pray for you right now before we end this podcast, for those of you who are dealing with the trial, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for each listener to this podcast. I thank you, God, that though they may be dealing with struggles and trials right now, God, you are able To show up and to fight the battle for them God I pray that they would learn to begin to praise In the midst of their trial In the midst of their battle Before they see the results God before it turns out good Let us begin to praise you And God I pray that as they do That you will show up Just like you did in the Bible You'll show up and you'll fight the battle for them And God that they will see the victory That they'll be able to stand back from afar off God, and not be in the mix of the battle, not be in the mix of the trouble, but as they begin to praise, you'll send the ambushment, you'll turn the enemy against himself, and God, you'll inhabit the praises of your people, so God, right now, I thank you for every single listener to this, I thank you that whatever battles they're facing, nothing is too hard for you, and God, you win every battle that you show up to fight, so God, right now, show up to fight their battles as they praise you, God, I plead the blood of Jesus down over them. And God, I thank you for them. I pray that you keep them until we can talk again here on this podcast. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. My friends, thank you so much for listening today. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know, people that you think it will help. And I will be back again next week to talk to you again. I love you. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Caleb Schaefer Podcast. If you would like to connect with Caleb, you can do so on Facebook at Caleb Schaefer Ministry, on Instagram at Caleb underscore Schaefer, or by visiting www.calebshafer.com. If you have been encouraged, please share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. Once again, we appreciate you listening to today's episode and may God bless you as you continue to walk with Him.